Welcome to another episode of I Wish I Was a Bit Taller. I am Amir Ferg is about to jump on and we get into what the refs are doing nowadays, how bad have they gotten, what we can suggest to maybe fix it. Minnesota, will they hold on to the number one seed? We get into our bets and we play a bunch of games. Listen in. Cheers, buddy. Here we go. Cheers, mate. All so right. First off, let's first off let's get started with. I hear you're going to watch probably the best game of the season tomorrow night. I actually am really, really, really lucky. I'm going not only tomorrow's night's game. I'm going to get Saturday's game too. So I got double oh. this week. Yeah, yeah. And Saturday's okay. gonna be a great one against Denver. That's going to be the one I'm looking forward to. Tomorrow, I'm just hoping a high-scoring Lakers win. That's it. <laughs> and I get, to, I get to see Kuz, and I get to see Poole do something hopefully stupid or a couple of stupid plays. <laughs> Speaking of that, what, what was his contract? How many years are they paying Who? him? Which one? In Washington. Uh, with Poole, it's like, isn't it like four years? Uh, let's look it up. Jordan Poole's contract. Then Poole's contract. It's like got to be four years, like probably – Two, two, almost two hundred. Uh, four oh, years, one hundred forty. Uh, is no. that just is that just a situation where, I mean, truly, your surroundings and your veteran leadership really mean a lot for a young guy coming in, right? He had the Warriors, all these veteran guys, and the next thing he goes to Washington, a bunch of you know players that are just trying to get theirs and get paid a little bit, and he just goes in the tank, and he's just, God, he looks terrible out there. He does not look good. Yeah, so his total is four years, a hundred and twenty-three. With total, there's incentives for it all, but one hundred twenty-three. Um, so he starts 27, 29, 31, 34. Um, you know what? Honestly, in about two years, that contract is going to be like, like maybe yeah. high, but it's not going to be outrageously high. People are getting sixty million. You know, yeah, but yeah, but also in two years, I mean, if he doesn't turn his shit around, he, he could be a guy on the bench getting paid that and then yeah, out of the league. Yeah. You never know. You yeah, never I know mean, with his attitude, with his, you know, it doesn't look like he wants to be there. Who knows where he's going to be in a couple of years? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, first, let's get into the bets. Um, basically, we both lost 200 bucks one way or another. So you're 10,400. I'm at 10,100. I got three really good games. I got Thursday, OKC at San Antonio. Okay. Okay. Ooh. OKC at San Antonio. Yeah. Chet versus Wim. All right. So instead of, how about we do a little uh, pivot on this? Instead of who's going to win the game, because I think we both believe that OKC is going to win the game, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Who scores more points and rebounds combined between okay. the two? Okay. Okay. So, uh, most points and rebounds. I'll take. Hey, I'll take my boy Chet, who I picked for uh, Rookie of the Year. Okay. Beginning of the season, and, and I'll I'll take, uh, I'll take that for a hundred. Okay, I'll do win for a hundred. I like that bet. All right. All right. All right. Uh, next one, I got Clippers at Minnesota Sunday. Another good one. It, it feels like a broken record. Every week, 
I think I say the same thing. It's like I'm waiting for Minnesota to stumble. Why why do I continue to just wait for them to go on this three or four game, five game losing streak? And then everybody's like, oh, here they go again. Like, I don't know. Is this is just is this like a false uh sense that I have that maybe they're gonna just make it to the playoffs as number one and run right through it and go all the way this year. I don't know. Am I being an idiot? Uh, no, it's just like Cat in the All-Star game. Just trying to, you know, do the best he can to win the MVP, right? That's what Minnesota is right now. They're just – they're the, one of the only teams that cares about the regular season, right? Clippers don't care about it. Lakers don't care about it. Denver definitely doesn't give a fuck about it. Uh, Phoenix obviously doesn't care. Uh, and then the only – maybe other teams OKC, but they're just young, and they don't even know what they're doing, you know? Like, they're just winning just because they're playing well. So I think yeah. – I think Minnesota is the only team that really cares to be the number one. Just like a couple of years ago, the Clippers wanted to be number. You know, like there are certain teams every year that want to strive to be number one. So I think that's what they are. I think that gives them a little boost. It's going to the playoffs. Hey, we're the number one seed. You know, totally. So well, I think um, it does. I think it does mean a little bit more to a team that, let's say, hasn't been there because they de- They do need that extra little motivation. Where yeah. some of the teams, eh, whatever. But they need that reassurance that, like, yeah, yeah, we are good. Kind of right. something almost proving them to themselves that, yeah, we're a pretty good team. We're the number one. We deserve to be here. Uh, almost yeah. talking them into the fight instead right. of uh, just letting your game happen. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I can't go. I got to go with the clips, show. I got to okay. go with the clips. Um, let's let's do it. Clips for even though Minnesota's hot last game, last ten, they're eight and two right now. They're staying hot all season, it seems like. But let's yeah. go with the clips for for a hundred. All right, uh, I do Minnesota for 100. And uh, do you like the Clips' new logo and design that they were, you know, they just came out with a couple of days or today or yesterday or something like that? Not even going to lie, I haven't seen it, so I could not comment <laughs> on it. What do you think about it, though? Uh, I mean, it's, uh, it's, if they really want to do it right, they should have just rebranded and gone with a different name. And that would have just, you know, you get rid of the juju, bad, whatever, uh, and just start fresh. New stadium, new team name, new everything. Um, I thought, like, someone okay. mentioned, like, it should have been the L.A. Stars. Okay, I'm looking at it right now. Um, hmm. It's supposed to be a ship in the middle with a, a compass. And then, uh, and I guess that's supposed to represent the you know the era of when they were in san diego but then i'm like why are you fucking going off to the era of san diego when you're in la you should represent la yeah this uh that'd be interesting to see how long this is gonna uh gonna last but (laughs) if you if you didn't tell me it was a ship i don't know something about that the bottom didn't look like the ship in the water so i could have taken 10 guesses and probably not got that that was a ship but that's okay looking directly at it and then it's supposed to it looks more like a um like a uh carnival like cruise ship than it does like a uh like a ship you know a normal ship that we would consider a ship you know um yeah yeah but well the the boats that we would go on are a little different than these nba uh, guys so yeah 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 um okay it doesn't it doesn't doesn't look like a duffy boat no right right? a little say a little like what what's called with the little um yeah anyways yeah Uh, last one I got is Phoenix at Denver Tuesday. Another good one. Oh, Phoenix at Denver. Oh man, you know we gotta go with we gotta go with Denver. I'm sorry, Phoenix just still hasn't proven it to me that they, even though they're playing well, 
I mean, hey, they uh, they absolutely they're what they're in the five seed right now. Right. Madeline, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Denver for. I'm gonna go with them for a hundred. I just still can't uh, can't trust Kevin Durant night in and night out to to win games. I mean, I I think he can put up 35, 40, uh, but. Are him and Booker going to come out and be like, no, we want to win this game? Or are they going to come out and just be like, hey, I'm just going to get 30 and whatever happens? Kind of yeah. what you said. They don't really care about getting the number one seed. So they're going to go out and play, do their thing. But does it mean a lot to them? I don't know. At this point in the season, though, you do need to start taking a look at some matchups of teams that you might be running into in the playoffs. And if you just get rolled over one night, that's not a good look because coming into the playoffs, that team's going to have a little bit extra confidence playing you. So some of these playoff matchups – are important. I know the teams don't really care right now about positioning, but really is important come playoff time to get yeah. these matchups right. I completely agree. Right now, Denver is in the third, and they look like a pretty good set for the third spot. So you want to avoid being the sixth because that's who you're playing in the first round. So uh, right now, Phoenix is sitting nice at five. You play the Clippers. I think they match up better against the Clippers than they do against Denver since they have yeah. no big guys. Um, uh, and so, yeah, I think that I, I actually think the Pelicans could give Denver a better, uh, matchup challenge than the Phoenix Suns can just because they have somebody big. They I mean, just, they got somebody big, but I, man, I still think that would be, yeah, I, I think, yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a four Oh sweep right there. If it's Denver versus Pelicans. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Phoenix isn't going to match up at all well with them. That's going to be a sweep there, too. Unless Denver Possibly. Uh, goes, unless uh, Durant like balls out and drops like 16 one night, you know, or something. So um, I don't That's know. True. Um, so we got the bets in. Um, okay. So before you bring in a topic, I got one. What the fuck are we going to do with these refs? Oh, boy. Um, they're, they're, con- they're getting worse and worse and worse. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, their their pay structure. I know they get graded after every game as well, and the better they do, I I think this is how it is. I know in Major League Baseball, right, there's there's a scoring system where they literally every pitch get graded, and the better they do throughout the course of the year, they get to do the playoffs, and that's where the money's at. I think a lot of it in the NBA is that way. However, I think it's just if you've done a bunch of playoff games, they think you're like part of this veteran crew and they put you on there anyways. Um, so a scoring system would be great. Maybe they have it already, and I'm just speaking of something they already have in existence, but they, they got to be able to to rate how many how many plays were in your you know section of the uh, you know of the of the court at that time. Did you miss or did you call correctly and then graded a you know really analyze the hell out of the game and find out. We're holding you accountable. If you're the one that called the foul, that's okay. I'm I'm looking across the court. Did your buddy miss a you know a, a back screen that it was a moving screen? Did he miss a hold on the other side? Like these guys got to hold themselves a little bit higher standard, man. It's uh, it's pretty bad, and it is a freaking hard job. If you've ever read a game at any single level, it is. I don't want to say impossible, but it is super super hard. So I want to make sure that I let that be known because. You know, we could be critical and we're all critical, you know, basketball reps all the time. It is a very difficult job, but they're getting paid a lot of money to do it yeah. at that level. And they need to be held to a higher standard. I'm I'm curious if we should just eliminate the reviews because they're messing up on the reviews. You know, 
And so I'm like, I don't know, like the last two minutes of the game get reviewed. Half the time they get them wrong. So then what the fuck is the purpose of somebody in Spokane, wherever, wherever they are, in New York or Washington, where they're looking at them, like they're still getting it wrong. So yeah, I need some answers. Yeah, I need some answers on how the hell the review process even works because when you show a slow mo replay and ninety eight point five percent of the people in the world who are watching that replay mm-hmm. say it is Denver ball or whoever it is ball, right, right, and they come out, but then they come out and go, nope, it's San Antonio's ball. Like it, it's incredible. You want to know like. Who was the one that actually made that decision and said into the headset? I want that person to come on television and say, this is the reason I chose San Antonio ball. As you can see here, the finger, that's what I want to see. I want to see transparency where they are coming out and that person who presses the button, they have to defend their answer. And that's it. There you go. See, look, we resolved another issue the NBA had right there. Another another issue right there. And then how about this? Okay, this is going to sound a little crazy. It's never happened. What about putting four refs on the court? That's another conversation that somebody was having. Uh, and I, why not? Why not? Why not? These guys are in a, if a turnover happens, okay, and a guy's at half court, these guys are in a dead sprint trying to catch up to some of the best athletes in the world, can barely get back to the baseline in time to try to get a position. They don't have eyes in the back of their head. While they're running down the court, guess guess what's happening? They're seeing zero of the court. Right. Maybe out of the right, or maybe out of the right corner of their eye as they're sprinting to get down to that position, they're missing a lot of the game. Yeah. So you can you can really keep angles if you have potentially a fourth referee. Yeah. I know it's a lot more money for the NBA to have to pay, but salaries are going up, revenues going up. Yeah. Why not put an extra guy yeah. out there to cover a little more of that uh, of that court? I think the the only issue would be that may, potentially more fouls would be called or more stoppages would happen, and so they don't want that. Um, but it's worth testing out. Like test it out in the G League, you know. Like the G yeah. League is where you test out everything. Test both of our scenarios out. Like whoever makes that last call has to explain it, and then uh, try the fourth rep. Doesn't work out in the G League. Doesn't work out. Then you move on. You know. Um, yeah, and, and I and I don't want more stoppage. That's that's not yeah. where we're at here. But yeah. you also, and if the rules have to change to where it's hey, it's just a little bit more aggressive league these days. Yeah, then that's fine too. But at least you have a fourth ref out there when things really start to get out of control and these you know these fouls that you're like, this is an absolute obvious call. Doesn't get called. I don't know. Maybe that's not even the solve. We just got to figure out these damn reviews and have somebody put the camera on them. Right. Right, Bill. Bill from New York. You're the one that said it. Tell the America yeah. right now why you did that. Exactly, Bill. You're wrong again, Bill. <laughs> That's right. That's right. What do you got for me? No, man. My uh, my. You know what? My honest uh, question of the night was really around. I know we talk about the playoff teams a lot, right? What What are the 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 bottom teams doing right now? If you're the uh, who was it? If you're the Pistons, what the hell are you doing winning games right now? Let's let's be on it. Let's just forget this right now, this nonsense. You're three and seven. The Wizards are obviously coming for the number one pick. Oh and ten, the last ten. 
they are just rolling the ball out there and saying, well, did you see, go, go get them, boys. Did you see his tweet from, like, I think it was December when Detroit was on their, like, I don't know, 20-some losing streak? And he's like, you, his quote was something like, you just don't want to be that team. And then now it's coming around where they have the same record as Detroit and they're on a 12-game losing streak. I think nobody wants to have under 10 wins. I think that's, like, yeah. the the mark right so i think they're just winning 10 games and then they're probably just gonna like they got what 30 games left less than 30 games right so they're probably look they already have the sec- they're tied for the worst record with nine wins so if they win 10 11 12 you know and then you call it a day for them and san antonio's trying to tank portland's i don't know what portland's trying to do i guess they're trying to tank but like you got the second pick last year, right? Yeah, that really worked out for him. Right? <laughs> well, the Gri- the Grizzlies, I will say, right? You got Jaw. Who- the Grizzlies make sense why they're tanking. They already have yeah. a school team. You have another draft pick that's in the top, say, five, six, seven. You yeah. just if nothing else. You trade that player away and get something in return, you know? But I no, get they'll, they'll be all right. They'll be all yeah. right. But De- Detroit, like, how many more f- number one, two, three picks do you need? Like, Washington, I get them tanking because look, they got look, you gotta build around pool. Kuzma's potentially leaving, so you gotta put somebody next to these guys, right? So um I can see that San Antonio, I get it, they're a young team, so you build, but like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So I, I w I wanna go on record here. I know I kind of threw them out a little bit, maybe a, a few weeks too early. The Golden State Warriors are making a push. They're making a push. They're making a push. They are, they are making a push right now. And you know what happened? What happened? Right before they started making their push? What? CP3 went out. But he, he's the one reason they're <laughs> – they said that he's, he came back and they won the game because of him. I was reading the article right now. I was like, I don't know. But we'll, you know what? You said that. Let's wait a week, see how they do in the next like, three games, three, four games with Chris Paul back, you know? Absolutely. If they go on a two or three game losing streak, then I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Right. But I, right. But, I, but, I, but I will say, I think it's time. And I know, I know a lot of people will agree, but there's really, sometimes there's just no spots for it. I think it's time to trade Wiggins. Okay. okay. If you can, and you put Kaminga in there full time and you just say, you're eating up those minutes. You're also getting Moses Moody in there. Still young. When he's in the game, Stuff happens. When Kaminga is in the game, stuff happens. Like, I, I like both of those guys. And now they have been putting in their time for, like, I want to say this is their maybe fourth year in the league, right? Yeah. When they came in together, well, enough, I I think it's time. Wiggins, a, I, like, I like him as a player. He, he has reinvented himself, right? But taking a little bit of a step back this year, time to get rid of him, see what you can get back in return. And get Kaminga on the floor, get Moody on the floor more. I think those guys provide so much flexibility on for your team on defense, offense. They add they add a great value. So I would like to see that happen for the Warriors to come. Hey, keep that push going. I know Clay might be on his uh, you know, the last leg, but see what they got. Yeah, yeah. Moody is in his third season and Kaminga, he's been there for a little bit. He's been Oh, you know what? Same thing. Three years. They came out yeah, in the 21 draft. So they've been yeah. never, they haven't been there very long. But yeah, um, you know what? The problem with Wiggins is he just signed that big contract. His 
salaries not horribly high, but it's you know it's up there. Um, and so he's got what I think three more years out besides this year, and it's twenty four million this year, so it's going to go you know higher after that. Um, but yeah, look, Clay's contract is not going to be forty three million next year. It's going to be twenty maybe. Yeah. So I know they're way over the cap. But you get rid of that contract, that's, you know, that's a lot of money that you can, I mean, they're going to go over the cap anyways, but it's a lot of money that you can kind of do whatever else you can with it. So, I mean, I know you see the hat right now, right? Right. Are we just ready to give Luca the MVP at this, at you this know, point? You know, like or, the top consideration, right? Or is it just because they're in the eight seed that he's not getting any love right now? Um, they're in the seven, which is not too bad for you, but, uh, I think it's going to be Tatum or Jokic. And I think it's because Tatum is on the best team with the best record and Jokic is considered the best player in the league. So it's either you give it to the best team, best player on the best team, or you give to Jokic. I think that's what it's going to come down to, right? Yeah, yeah, that would be. You know what? And and if he didn't get it, and if it was Tatum, I could understand it. But at some point in time, it's kind of like the Embiid thing, right? Last year, at some point, the league is, I believe, behind closed doors, right? Because you know how things like this happen. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be talked about to say he's going to get an MVP. Right. If he puts up these stats, I don't care. We're giving it to Luca. He is one of the next kind of faces of the yeah. NBA moving in that direction. We are giving him the MVP. Because on a night in and night, like what do you have tonight? 30, 11, and 16 or something stupid like that? Let's see what he had, actually. I will tell you exactly what he had. Luca had 30, 11, and 16. Yep. Probably. I mean, what a what a guess, right? Right. <laughs> Um, but but no. we don't even talk about that like it's a thing anymore. Him and him and the Joker, they're putting up these stupid, you know, 25, 18, and 16 numbers, and we're just like, yeah, whatever. You and know why? Know this, uh, because scoring tire. No, no, I think Westbrook ruined it. You think so? Everybody saw those stats, and yes, it's incredibly difficult to get your doubles, but it seemed like I don't know it's he was getting triple doubles without any like positive results right and so I think he it just got skewed like look he got I think that's why it changed I think that's why everyone is just kind of like okay like it's irrelevant now like having a triple now the conversation is quadruple doubles right who's going to get the next quadruple double in the league and I my bet uh, my bet would be with me when Bayamo is definitely then like if it's not him, it's Chat. One of those two because they're just yeah. long and lanky and and they're able to do it all. You would assume Giannis would be able to, but Giannis's skills like he hasn't improved uh, on his passing. And yeah. uh, as good of a defense player, he's not a blocker, shot blocker. You know. Yeah, there's just so many more possessions per you know per minute that they're playing out there. Now I know these days the guys aren't playing 40 minutes a game. But even when they're playing 35 minutes a game, right? There's just there's so many possessions yeah. and the amount of time that, you know, the Joker and, and Luca have the ball. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. It doesn't surprise me when they can get 15 assists, right? When we went to the game, Luca had like five assists in the first, I want to say like four minutes of the game. It was just 
yeah. you pass it. And I mean, they're shooting within six seconds every time. So, you know, happens, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. All right. I got a game for you. Let's go. I got one too for you. So go for it. You go first. All right. A little, little trivia here, right? Ooh. So now that uh, March Madness is right around the corner, I started thinking about some college teams and some NBA teams. So first, <laughs> I got a few different little games for you. So I'm going to name two players. Okay. And you're, and you're going to tell me what NBA team they played for together and also what, um, what college Okay. They both okay. went to the same college at the okay. same time. Okay. Let's do it. Shaq and Glenn Big Baby Davis. They played together in Boston. Okay. And what college? LSU. All right. That's you know, it's just a layup. You gotta give you a little okay. layup okay. to start okay. off. Okay, okay. All right, we got Carlos Boozer and Luol Dang. Boozer, uh, Chicago. Okay, Chicago Bulls. And Duke, right? Yeah, of course. I'm just giving you some layout, baby. <laughs> this is like Luca passing it to you, little sis here and there. I'm two for two assists. I think you actually were trying to stump me on that one, but okay. I'm, go, I'm going for a triple-double tonight. All right, we got Joe Smith and Steve Blake. Old school. Joe Smith and Steve. You know what the funny part is? I have Steve Blake in my trivia question for you. Uh, oh, okay. Steve Blake. Um, Portland? Sorry. But they played in Maryland. I know that. So I got they one. in Maryland, yes. Where'd they play ball? Uh, it was in Minnesota. It, I don't know. I don't know. I can't. Bro. Lakers? Hey, hey, you need a Lakers? Lakers your Lakers jersey right now. It is the hey, Los Angeles. They were, the sa- they were in the they were there at the same time. That's funny. Okay. Okay. I didn't I know it's the I know it's the fourth best team in the state, but come on, you gotta know that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We're going Rip Hamilton and Ben Gordon. Rip Hamilton and Ben Gordon. Was that Chicago again? Nope. Uh they played at UConn. Um, Ben Gordon, and was it? It was a Detroit. Yeah, of course, Rip. That's all you know, man. He played okay. in. He played there. Okay. All right, you jump in your game, and I got one more after. Okay. All right. So this one, since you're a Dallas fan, I'm a Laker fan. It's this is just one simple question, and then I'll explain the next one. Same thing for you. Okay. So, how many players in the history of the NBA have played for both the Lakers and? Dallas at some point in their careers. Okay. I'm going to give you, no, I'll give you multiple choice. I'll make it easy. Okay. 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 Is it 26 players, 42 players, or 53 players? Whew. That played for the Lakers and the Mavericks. Yes. In their career for both teams. I'm going to say 26. 53. That's pretty – that's a lot of players. <laughs> um, okay, so now – Disappointed in all those ex-Mavericks <laughs> that have decided to go play okay, for that. Now program. I'm going to give you uh, three players. Two of them have played for both the Lakers and uh, Dallas. Steve Blake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and one, the other person just played for the Lakers, did not play for Dallas, Okay. Okay, so okay, so there's three players. Yeah. 
Two of them played for both the teams. One of them just played for the Lakers, okay? So we got Steve Blake, AC Green, Brandon Bass. Oh, it's Steve Blake for sure because Brandon Bass and AC Green definitely played for the Mavericks. Uh, Kwame Brown, Corey Brewer, Derek Fisher. Ooh. Uh, Derek Fisher did not play for the Mavs. That is incorrect. Derek what? did play. <laughs> Kwame didn't play. Kwame Brown didn't play. Okay, I got Doug Christie, Cedric Sabalas, Andrew Bogut. Um, Doug Christie. Doug Christie is correct. Okay, okay, hold on. I gotta, I got, I'll give you one more. Okay, how about this? Uh, Michael Beasley, Cedric Sabalas, Nick Van Axel. Who was the first one? Michael Beasley. Uh, Beasley did not. Correct, correct, correct. You know, that's the only player in the league that I'm really upset with. Nick played for Dallas. <laughs> Nick the quick, baby. He actually All balled right. out in Dallas, too. I remember that. All right, a couple more, a uh, couple more. Go, with go, my, go. Uh, my NBA college trivia here. Okay. Okay, so we got, I'm going to name three players. You got to tell me which one did not play college ball at the same place as the other two. They okay. don't have to be at the same time. All right. Okay. We got De'Aaron Fox, Carl Anthony Towns, or Brandon Ingram? Ingram. Where did Ingram play? He played at Duke. Excellent. All right. Next one, we got Joel Embiid, Bam Adebayo, and Shea Gilchrist-Alexander. Shea did not play with the uh, in Kansas. Incorrect. Embiid was the one at Kansas. Shea and Bam both went to Kentucky. Uh, all right, all right. We got another one. We got Paolo Bancaro. Okay. Mal Malik Monk and RJ Barrett. RJ Malik Monk did not play at Duke with the other two. Where did Malik Monk play? Kentucky. That a boy. All right, all right. Last one. Here we go. We got Jason Tatum. We got Devin Booker. And we got Tyler Hero. Uh, Devin Booker. Who's the second one? Tatum. Tatum. And, Ty and Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero and Booker played the same. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah, they played at Kentucky, and then he played at Duke, right? There we go. All right, my man. There, you, there go. you go. There you go. I didn't do too bad. I didn't do too bad. You didn't do too bad. Excellent those job. Good games. Those are good games. See, now we got to get the games going again. People have said they want the games. I actually, All my right. cousin, the games are back. And then Iden called and said, he's like, hey, yo, the games is the funnest part. And then my cousin literally said that like two days ago. So uh, it is back. It's you know, and, ne and next time, I'll pick in a few other schools that you are not even going to have any idea, okay? Look, we both want the easy route. Just with two teams and try to <laughs> – I'm, I'm, picking, I'm, picking like, I'm picking like 
Big Sky conferences and some other uh, places. That one shit. How many players do you think came out of the Big Sky conference? There's at least like five <laughs> to seven, maybe. <laughs> you know, I mean, the winner of the winner of the uh, whatever three point shootout, the guy that was trying to get MVP in the uh, in the game, Dave Lillard. You, know you know what? Somebody uh, I was listening to pod. They were saying. Whoever has won the MVP in the Pac-12 has been one of the best players in the league the first time, first year that they're in. They're like they're they're rookie year in the NBA, or just in general, the first contract in the NBA. They've been pretty good, and usually they're not drafted in the top, you know, ten picks, and they do really well in the league. Which is I don't know why or what it is, but. It was interesting, and I got to look back on all the players they mentioned, but, like, you know, Miami's player right now, he's, he's balling. Like, he is – he looks like a four-year veteran right now, you know, and maybe because he played a little bit longer in college. Well, you know why? Because technically, in theory, he is a four-year veteran. He's, he right. played college for, you know, four years, yeah. and the other guys that came out that are all rookies have played for one year, so they yeah. they aren't even used to the grind of – 40 something games a year or something like that. So maybe that is it. And yeah. the Pac 12, the Pac 12 hasn't had, I'll have to go back to some of the, uh, you know, top lottery picks. They haven't really been up there getting too many of those guys. So they got a lot of guys, juniors and seniors, that are winning these, uh, you know, Pac 12 player of the year and stuff like that. But that's a great, uh, great thing to look back at. Yeah, I'll look it up later and we can discuss it. And then we can get into some of the um, uh, NCAA games and tournaments coming up and uh, who you're projecting because that's all your world, homie. Let's do it. All right, people. Thank you all for listening and we will be back next week. Peace.